So, you're about to listen to the podcast, but are you one of the nearly 50% of small business owners that still don't have a website? If you want your new website built within 10 days, powered by Telstra, for as little as $59 a month, call the team at the Telstra Business Centre Mornington on 59700 700. On 1116 SEN, mornings with Michael Christian for Silvertop Taxis. Avoid surcharges and skip the queues. Download the Silvertop Taxi app now and Fertry Gully Holden HSV and Suzuki's massive hail sale with all offers considered. Yes, after 11 o'clock, looking forward to chatting with a couple of the young stars of the Australian cricket landscape. Young Victorian batsman Will Pekoski is going to be in the studio and we'll also catch up with Harry Nielsen, who is the son of the former coach of Australia, Tim Nielsen. He's engaged in playing for Cricket Australia 11 in the one-day match against England tomorrow in Sydney. So looking forward to that. But great to have in the studio right now the Carlton AFLW coach, Damien Keeping. And with the season just three weeks away, it's come upon us very, very quickly. And Damien, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, pleasure, Chris. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Great opportunity to uh, talk to your listeners and um, greet our members and supporters from a Carlton perspective for uh, 2018. And we'll open the lines. You're here um, to perhaps answer a few questions as well. 94291116 or you can send a text Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. If you've got a question for Damien in his second year as the coach of the Carlton AFLW team, uh, mate, you finished fourth in the first season, and uh, I suppose you played some really good football. Didn't quite get there. What were the learnings coming out of that into season two? Well, there was a, a, an enormous amount of learning both on and off field, and I think that uh, the opportunity that we had to, um, you know develop our program and establish it um, last year uh, and then build on it um, throughout the off-season this time around has um, given us an opportunity to really understand our playing group. I mean, it was the first time we had our playing group together, um, first time they'd um, greeted each other on the on the field of battle, um, and uh, you know to see them grow over over the off season and through this preseason and um, under, get to understand each other even better again. Um, I'm certain that um, that that'll add to uh, to what they produce for us out on the field this year. Have you gone about it differently off field in terms of the preseason? I think. What oh, sorry, we, sorry, on field. Yeah, look, what we've um, what we've done, you know, I touched on it then. We 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 understand our playing group um, better than what we did first time round. Um, just you know, because we've spent more time with them, and uh, you know, um, they've. We're a relatively young group um, within the uh, within the competition, um, and they continue they continue to work on their craft and uh, you know another preseason into them as well. Um, they've got stronger again, um, so uh, you know they're they're starting to um, progress um, their output from a performance yeah. perspective, and I, I think that's exciting too. But what about in terms of how you've gone about the preseason, um, in, say fitness versus technique? fitness versus strategy about how you want to play the game. Has that changed from year one to year two? Look, it hasn't, it's progressed. It, it um, hasn't changed too much um, in the sense that you know, we, we, we understand the game and what it looks like. We didn't last year going into the competition, but we understand it a little bit more um, this year and we understand the playing types that we've got to, to match um, that. Um, you know, We went through a trade period and a draft period to, uh, um, to help um, find some specific types of players. That, and um, you've that certainly done 
to that. We've done that. We'll get to that in just a moment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's that's all added to the mix, and um, you know, the, the preseason. You know, I certainly know that that our group has has gone about setting some really high standards for themselves. You know, they they've trained exceptionally hard um, through the preseason, and uh, and we're excited about what they're about to produce. In fact, James has jumped on the line nine four two nine eleven sixteen. He's got a question about one of your recruits, uh, James in Carum Downs. Good morning, James. Yeah, good morning, gents. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about Taylor Harris and obviously the acquisition there and probably Darcy Vessio probably being the best small crumbing forward in the competition based on form from last year. Is there any chance we can see some old traditional football where we play one out in the square and put some live Vessio coming out of our feet and do the old pagan thing? <laughs> well, I, I think um, you know, one of the things that we, we, we did learn last year, James, was that uh, you know, all the players across the the whole list, you know, with 16 on the field, need to have a high level of versatility about them. And um, you know, it's important that uh, that you know, no one player is sort of um, isolated to to one role, and and then they've got the ability to play um, in different parts of the ground. And um, you know, certainly we've uh, trained for that um, across the preseason, and um, and you know, all our playing list, Taylor Harris, Darcy Vessio, and 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 the rest of them, um, you know, have that versatility to be able to go into different parts of the grounds that. Various times, depending on the demand that that uh, you know, that the situation puts in front of them. Let's talk more about Taylor Harris. Widely regarded as the best forward in the competition last year, played at Brisbane, played in the grand. Didn't have a great grand final, it's got to be said, but is a star. How did you? How were you able to secure her? Because she's. It's not like a come home factor for her. She is a Queenslander, but you managed to to extract it from Queensland playing for Carlton. That is a coup. Yeah, well, it, I mean, initially it was, um, you know, Taylor who, who identified that she might have wanted a, a, a new look, um, you know, moved from Brisbane, grown up there and uh, and looked for opportunities down in Victoria. Uh, and then I think it's a wonderful reflection. I mean, you know, we we had Nicola Stevens join us from Collingwood and Karen Harrington um, and, and Madison Gay, who were our two other sport rookies. So through that trade period, we had you know, some really high-quality athletes Athletes identify our club as uh, as their club of choice, and I, and I think that's a great reflection on on our playing group from last year, uh, in what they are able to build, um, the culture and environment that they are able to build both on and off field, um, and uh, and a great endorsement for that. Um, mm. And you know those four players, as, as well as the group of draftees that we took in in October, have really added to the environment and that bit, that continual build of the culture. So that's Taylor Harris. You touched on there, Nicola Stevens, who was one of the stars. And was she captain of Collingwood? No, season? but but she won she, their best and fairest. So won the best and yeah, fairest. So she, she's a star. Yeah, she had a, a a fantastic season and was able to really establish herself as uh, as one of the elite players within the competition. So how did you wrangle her out of Collingwood? That's uh, going back to going back to the seventies and eighties, Damien. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nice to uh, nice to see her in navy blue the first time she <laughs> uh, she ran out onto the track at uh, in pre season training. Um, and I mean, she's going to add an enormous amount along with Taylor Harris to your, to your playing depth and, and, Eliteness, I suppose. Yeah, and look, you know what both Nicola and Taylor, and you know I mentioned Karen Harrington and, and Madison Gay have been able to do is um, is bring uh, a different set of experiences. You know, both on and off field, life experiences, experiences in other sports at, at very high level, um, and add to uh, to the way in which we've gone about doing things um, over at Carlton. So uh, it's been been refreshing to uh, to have um, some of those new faces around the place. Now, I was going to ask you a question about uh, your next recruit that you have touched on but Danny wants to ask about her as well. So I'll let Danny ask the question, listening crystal clear on the SEN app from Warnable. G'day, Danny. Yeah, g'day, uh, guys. Uh, just wanting, uh, which you've already touched on, but Kieran Harrington, 
I've heard good things about her, followed her basketball career, and uh, yeah, just wanted to know how she's progressing, what what position you see her playing. Yeah, uh, look, thanks, Danny. Um, Karen Harrington is um, uh, an incredible athlete, and you've touched on her basketball, and she's played at the highest level from a basketball um, uh, perspective. Is and she another Erin Phillips? Is what Danny wants to be, know. Be wonderful to have a few, <laughs> a few more Erin Phillipses that we could uh, put into onto the list. But uh, look, you know, Karen's new to the sport, um, so you know we understand that you know she, um, she's still learning the game and uh, and and transitioning from basketball into football so um, did she play as a, a youngster or is, is this basically she's picked up the footy for the first time yeah look it's a real fresh experience she um, spent some time playing in with Diamond Creek in the VFL last year so okay. she's, she's had a handful of games yep. um, under her belt um, and uh, you know has has really progressed uh, in her learning and, and, and what she's doing out on the field um, through the pre-season that we've had as well. So we're excited, but we also understand where she's at um, with her progress within the sport too. So, uh, um, But, you know, the experience through round one and, and, and then through the rest of the season for Karen will um, really add to what she's able to achieve. Damien, is she going well enough to be in your... Well, it's 16 plus 5 now. Uh, in your 21 for the first game against Collingwood? Yeah, look, we've got about 30 that are going well enough to be okay. in that 21. So there's going to be some challenging discussion. So, um, so no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I'm only no, look, I think, I, uh, you know, we've been. Um, been very fortunate to to put the list together that we that we have, and um, you know they've all um, all put in an enormous amount of work over preseason, and um, all pushing really hard for uh, for selection come round one. And um, as I said, it's going to be some challenging conversation that we need to have leading into the game. Uh, Jason has jumped on the line nine four two nine eleven sixteen from Beaconsfield Upper. It's also got a question about uh, one of your new recruits. G'day, Jace. G'day, boys. Uh, yeah. Just uh, in regards to your first pick this year in the draft, uh, Georgia G. She's, uh, I'm a family friend of hers and watched her since she was a baby. And she, ever since she, was, she could walk, she's been a footy addict. Um, and it's sort of all sort of come, come to the fruition for a perfect timing. How's, how's she going in her pre-season? What's her chances for the, the first round this year? Yeah, look, Georgia is, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a little bit to do with Georgia through her youth girls um, programs. And, um, you know, yeah, not only is she uh, a quality footballer, but she's a, she's a great person too and a great young um, woman who's, uh, who, as you said, is, is really fixed on, on making her way in, in, at AFLW level. And um, we, we saw an enormous amount of talent in her. Uh, she's got uh, wonderful clean hands and um, is an elite kick. Um, and, you know, we're... We're so pleased to be able to pick her up with our first selection in the draft, and uh, you know it's given us an opportunity to bring her into the club and really put her in a space where she can grow and continue to develop on her football. And uh, you know she's thriving at the moment, so um, you know we're we're really excited about not only what Georgia will bring this year, but um, in years to come for the, for the mm. club, the members and supporters of, of Carlton should be really excited about her because Georgia is is coming through in that era where the girls have have been able to really benefit from the additional focus through under 13s, 14s, 15s on, on women's football, whereas some of the older girls that are playing in the competition had to really battle, play in boys' teams and, and really struggle to find a pathway to get to where they are, whereas players like Georgia and Lily Mithen was outstanding last year, also had the first crop sort of coming through off that that 
that development through those middle years. Would, would that be fair? Absolutely. And those talent pathways are starting to become more established as well. So, you know, provide even more opportunity for, for youth girls to, to um, uh, get involved in the sport earlier um, and, uh, you know, and really understand what that pathway is, is available for them to, uh, to come through to, to AFLW level. What, what we have got at the moment is a wonderful mix of diverse um, experiences. Um, you know, we've got an older group um, who have had some great life experience that they're sharing with the younger group. You know, the younger group, as you point out, Christo, they've been able to come through learning the game um, and had more exposure to the game perhaps yeah. than some of the older players that are coming from other sports, for example. So, um, you know, there's a great mix there. Um, and, you know, to watch um, our group, um, share those experiences been um, been really really encouraging. Mornings for Ferntree Gully Motor Group. Ferntree Gully Nissan's massive hail sale with all offers considered and Silver Top taxis avoid surcharges and skip the queues. Download the Silver Top taxi app now. Damon Keeping is here in the studio, the coach of the Carlton AFLW team. He's here for another couple of segments. So if you want to jump on the line with a question for Damien, nine four two nine eleven sixteen, or you can send a text zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Time for a break, 18 past 10. On 1116 SEN, mornings with Michael Christian for Silver Top Taxis. Avoid surcharges and skip the queues. Download the Silver Top Taxi app now and Ferntree Gully Volkswagen's massive hail sale with all offers considered. Later this hour, Brett Phillips is going to join me with all the latest from the summer of tennis and then after 11 o'clock, a couple of young cricketing stars, Will Bukowski, young Victorian batsman. He's going to join me in the studio and we'll also have a chat to Harry Nielsen, son of former coach Tim Nielsen. He'll be playing for Cricket Australia 11 in the one-day match against England tomorrow in a warm-up to the one-day series. That's all happening in Sydney. But great to have Damien Keeping, the coach of Carlton, in the AFLW competition with me in the studio. Happy to take your calls on 94291116, or you can send a text on 0433981116. And Damien, uh, they're coming through thick and fast. Uh, one no-namer says, is Maddie Kerrick still with the Blues, and how is she progressing? Yeah. Absolutely, Maddie's uh, still on the list and uh, was retained on the list with us. Played um, some really quality fo- football for us last year. She's a, a solid inside mid who uh, who really has an impact on the contest. So uh, she's Maddie's put in a, a, a really solid preseason and um, you know is as strong as ever. So we can't wait to uh, to unleash her um, this year. Gee, I tell you what, it's, your selection issues are going to be unbelievable. <laughs> now uh, another text coming in from uh, No Namer about the Hosking twins. Now, you, you drafted twins Jess and Sarah last year. Um, Sarah played, but Jess had injury problems, didn't she? Yeah, so she came off an ACL uh, right. injury and um, uh, didn't play at all last year, uh, but has uh, applied herself to her uh, her rehab and recovery um, in you know to to absolute elite standards, and uh, has put herself in a position where um, where she's uh, she's now out on the track and in full training, and um, uh, you know Oof. Carlton fans will be uh, be really excited to see uh, Sarah and Jess both run out. <laughs> got a text I'll get to in a moment um, but uh, one before that how are the girls progressing from 
some of the nasty injuries sustained by the Blues last season because your, your back line went down pretty early, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. We had um, we had Sarah Last who had an ACL injury as well and, uh, yeah, we, we, we lost a few. Nat Plain um, uh, hurt her ankle uh, in round one. So I think she played a quarter and a half. Um, so um, we didn't have her services um, right throughout the season as well. So, yeah, we, we, we did cop a few. But um, what it did do is provide an opportunity for us to, uh, um, to play all our list um, last year and uh, the experience that, that, you know, the entire list got, um, you know, uh, in the face of some of those injuries was um, was really valuable for, for those players as individuals, but also valuable for us to, to make some assessments around around the players at, um, at that top level. Now, I'll get to this text from Trevor. Uh, morning, guys. Carlton are $5 to win the AFLW flag. How much do I put on? They must be living certainty, says Trevor. <laughs> I agree with you, Trevor. With the list that Carlton have been able to put together... It's up to one man, and that's the coach. He's sitting right in front of me, Damien Keeving, just to pull it all together and win the flag. Yeah, well, I... I Start I, celebrating, Damien. I, I'm yet to find a living certainty. So, um, uh, you look, you know, we, the group is uh, is very talented. They've worked really hard over pre-season. And, um, you know, what we're focused on is, is improving from last year. We finished fourth. So, um, but I, I anticipate that there's uh, there's six other teams in the competition that, that, <laughs> that, uh, that are on the same path. So, um, uh, look, you you know, as I said earlier, we've, we've worked really hard at the craft and the level of skill and the um, and the high performance training that we've put into the to the group, and um, uh, we're eager to see how far we can progress um, off off a really yeah. good foundation from last year. So, Trevor, I think the answer is um, the key message is always gamble responsibly, but put as much on as you can, mate. Uh, that's the answer there. Uh, it's a very impressive list. Uh, also, have another text coming in, just wondering about your background, your football background, because. It's interesting when we talk about the AFL, we we get to know most of the coaches coming through, of uh, even those coaches like uh, Luke Beveridge that, that, that played AFL football but came out of the amateurs, and even Alistair Clarkson who was over as an assistant coach with Port Adelaide then coming to Hawthorne, but what about your football background? Oh, look, you know, my, my coaching interest um, started essentially coaching my son um, up at the Gisborne Rookies and, um, uh, you know... What, under, under eight, under, under nine? Under nine, under nine? Kick and yeah. that's, that's where oh, it all fantastic. started. So, yeah. um, you know, and... You know, the, uh, fundamentally, the satisfaction that I got out of uh, you know coaching Jack at, at a junior level, and, um, and and the satisfaction I get out of coaching the group that I've got in front of me now is is the same. And you know, to be able to um, have a, a small amount of influence over you know someone progressing is is really satisfying. So um, I was fortunate enough to to be a part of um, the youth girls um, state program um, for so for just a, before for a you, couple of years. How, how did, I mean, you started off there. I mean, we should say that you're a very talented player. You played. For for the Western Jets um, back in the early 90s and spent time at Footscray and at Essendon um, as a player, uh, coached your son. But how, how did you how did that flow over, get into the, the youth girls? How, how did that happen? So uh, I um, from Gisborne Rockies, I went to Calder Cannons and I spent you know, a good number of years with Ian Kite out at, um, out at the Calder Cannons. And, you know, that was a, a great grounding for me um, from a coaching perspective. And uh, the Calder Cannons were one of the very first um, clubs to have a youth girls academy. Right. Um, and it was through there that I that I made the connection um, with youth girls football. So uh, did, you, did you stumble across that role or did you have an interest in terms of where women's football was going that you wanted to be involved there? No, well, you know, the, the youth girls used to train... 
um, late of an evening after uh, after the boys, uh, after the under-18 under boys finished training. They used to get out onto uh, Highgate Reserve out there at Craigieburn um, really late at night and the blowing wind. I was going to say, the wind would be up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, and, you know, as I was sort of coming off the ground once or twice, you'd sort of uh, glance over and think, what's going on over there? And uh, and that, that's where it all sparked from. And, you know, then I was fortunate enough out of that to be involved in the state-level programs with Cholo Curtis and, um, and the programs that she was running at the time uh, for AFL Vic and then um, that led to um, uh, spending some time with the um, AFL Vic um, Women's Academy um, over a couple of pre-seasons and then um, then some experience with the Bulldogs through their exhibition games and fortunately enough yeah. to land at Carlton which is um, which has been a, a, a wonderful experience the, 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 the club is really genuine about AFLW and um, you know really um, privileged to be one of the foundation clubs um, and, and get one of those first licences and uh, you know, we continue to grow through the experience, but um, you know, the whole of club um, effort that's behind making this really work for us is, um, has been wonderful to be a part of. Have the resources in terms of your coaching group and football department, the women's football department, increased from year one to, to now? Yeah, and what we've been able to do is learn a bit um, as to specifically what what we need to support our playing group in their experience, and um, you know the, the coaching group that we've that we've got in place now is um, is is young and and really enthusiastic, and um, it relates to the playing group exceptionally well. So um, so you've got how many? If you've got assistants and then development, or how? I've got uh, we've got four assistants. Um, okay. who uh, are four they? assistant coaches: Jess Rituro, uh, who is um, who has come from uh, um, Melbourne Grammar, um, teacher at Melbourne Grammar, and uh, and she's on board um, coaching our defence. Um, Nick Rutley, who's um, had some experience with um, Box Hill development um, teams and uh, was also out at the Court of Cannons um, for a period of time when I was out there. Um, Jackson Kornberg, who uh, is at Sandringham Dragons and, and um, done some coaching out there. And um, Jack Noble, who has been a football analyst with us at the club and in, continues in that role, is also um, coaching with us too. So a really solid group and, as I said, relates to the playing group really well and they're Exceptional in their teaching of the game. Maddie in Hobart on the text zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen has asked about Courtney Webb. How is she progressing? Uh, is she a rookie or is she on the? Yeah, uh, Courtney, uh, we took in the rookie draft. Yes. Um, just post the um, the primary draft um, in October, and um, Courtney's come up from Tasmania, so it's a real um, life experience that that she's getting at the moment. Um, you know, and she's settled into Melbourne exceptionally well. She's a um, she's an elite cricketer as well, so she's uh, she's got some opportunities in front of her from a cricket perspective too. So we're supporting her with that, um, uh, but. She's uh, she's got some wonderful talent, and uh, um, we've we went down and, and watched her play a, a couple of games throughout the season down in um, in the Tasmanian League, and uh, she really shone through that and um, had a, had a pretty good carnival up in the Gold Coast with her youth girls allies team, and uh, um, she's got uh, some wonderful leadership qualities about her that uh, that she'll continue to grow and thrive through uh, through our environment at Carlton. And JB has asked about Bree Davies tracking. She is an absolute gun, our most important player by far says JB. Yeah, well, Bree had an exceptional year last year. She was our, our best and fairest winner and, um, you know, was widely recognised as, as being one of the most influential players in the game. And, um, you know, she continues to grow um, her game and progress her game. And, um, you know, the influence that she's having with her teammates off field too has been um, been really uh, encouraging um, uh, throughout the preseason too. So uh, she's ready and prime for, for another great season. Gee, it's a uh, very, very positive list. Um, Damon, I want to just change 
tackle a little bit and, and talk about um, the, the rules and little things. I mean, there, there was some criticism because the new rule in to the competition is last touch over the boundary line. So it's uh, it's it's currently in the SANFL in South Australia. Um, oh no, in fact, that's last kick, last handball in in the SANFL. But how do you think this will affect the game? The fact that um, it'll be last touch over the boundary line, and also I suppose the other question. And there has been some criticism that the AFLW has been used as a bit of a guinea pig by the AFL for this rule. Yeah, look, I, I, I mean, we think it's really exciting that there's an opportunity to to um, throw some new rules at the game and understand what and get to understand what what influence they might have on how the game look and looks and how it's played. Um, certainly, with the last last touch rule, you know, we, we anticipate that it'll um, it'll move the ball, get the ball moving a little bit quicker, and um, encourage you know some more play through the corridor part of the ground and and um, and get it from one end to the other a little bit quicker as well. So, um, you know, I think that we'll. It's a great platform for us to to understand what influence these sort of rules might be able to have on the way in which the game is played and how it looks. And uh, you know, we've we've put um, some planning into what that might look like for us um, and how we go about playing and against the rule. And um, we'll continue to do that as the AFL sort of continue to throw us different sort of parameters <laughs> to put to play within. And and the sixteen aside, that was. That's not different. That was the situation in year one. Do, do you feel that's a, a better scenario for the competition rather than 18 aside? Yeah, look, at where it's at right now, you know, um, it certainly um, played out quite well last year, the 16 aside, certainly from our perspective. So, um, uh, yeah, look, it, it, um, it, it fits with where it's at right now. And um, what we do have, I mean, you know, broadly last year, I think we saw the, the, the passion um, that the broader playing group has for the game and um, uh, you know and there's a real respect that they've got for uh, the position they've got within the game and how they're taking it forward and um, you know certainly our Carlton group embrace those changes in the rules and and the, and um, and just go about applying their trade to mm. uh, um, to play within it well it's certainly going to be a really interesting observation as to see how it plays out and and uh, what it might mean, and ultimately whether it will be adopted for the AFL. So uh, we'll wait and see on that. Damien, stick with us. Uh, we'll get a break out of the way. We'll come back. We'll take some more calls, 9429-1116. Get to some more text messages, 0433-981116. Great to have Damien Keeping, the coach of Carlton's AFLW team, in the studio. Coming up before 11, we'll also catch up with Brett Phillips with the latest from the Summer of Tennis, 24 to 11. On 1116 SEN, mornings with Michael Christian for Silvertop Taxis. Avoid surcharges and skip the queues. Download the Silvertop Taxi app now and Fertry Gully Izuzu Ute's massive hail sale with all offers considered. At 19 to 11 mornings on SEN's Melbourne's home of sport and great to have Damien Keeping, the coach of Carlton's AFLW team, in the studio. Happy to take your calls on 9429-1116 or you can send a text 0433-981116. Um, we've got a text coming through regarding Taylor Harris. We spoke about her at uh, just after 10. Uh, we know she's a superstar and she's settled in, Shane, very, very well to Carlton and... Um, 
yeah, it's certainly going to add to, to Carlton's list. But Damien, I, I did want to ask about, we, we all focus, of course, through the, the winter on the men's, the men's game. How, what do you take out of the men's game, in particularly with reference to your strategies and style of play? Whether how much of that do you adopt, or do you adopt a different style depending on the personnel that you've got at your disposal? Yeah, and I think it's it's more that um, you know there's uh, there's clearly some fundamentals across everyone's sort of uh, style of play that um, uh, that is transferable. But you know they're different types of athletes. Um, you know the the players in AFLW compared to the to the men's programs. Um, so you know they're, therefore it demands um, a different a different style or a different game plan um, that you that you run with um, so um, you know there, there's 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 a little bit um, uh, that, that that's transferable but what, what, uh, what sort of things are you talking about well there? you know and, and that's more perhaps around the, the craft of the game as opposed to you know any sort of tactics or specific style of play um, so um, you know I think over time as, as we start to grow the strength and um, uh, physical capacity of, of, of our AFLW playing group um, then that'll that'll change things as well but um, uh, but but you know we we're certainly not not at that point yet and it's a different game mm. um, and I think we're we're really comfortable in the fact that it's a different game it's a, it's yeah. a different type of game to watch a different spectacle for the fans to go and see and uh, you know we've got a men's program uh, a men's competition and um, it, it, I think it's good that there's a, um, some point of difference to uh, AFLW. Some of the criticism of the men's competition is that it, it is too congested and that the Fords don't stay as Fords and they can jest into a quarter of the ground when the ball's in at one end. What, what's your philosophy with respect to players holding positions? Or are you asking the girls to, to work, work back, to, to clog, to congest, and then work forward again well, when I, the ball becomes free? I mean, from our perspective, it, it depends a little bit about the opposition and, and, uh, and, and, what, um, and what we're faced with uh, as far as who, who our opponents are. Um, uh, and we've got some flexibility around the way in which we set up and, and the style that we go with dependent on, um, on what we need to do to win. Um, and, th- and that's really our focus. Yeah. You know, uh, um, uh, you know we, uh, we've got an expectation of really high performance and um, uh, you know, whatever we need to do to uh, get the job done. Uh, we'll be about doing it. Now, I had an earlier text uh, coming in, in fact, a phone call coming in from Winkers, who wanted to ask about whether you're teaching the women not to be so reckless. Um, and I was in, involved um, on the match review panel last year, and I must admit I I accepted the role thinking that it would be pretty short and sharp, but I was uh, I was very surprised because the of, of some of the recklessness of not everyone, but a lot of the girls and they were fearless in terms of the way they went about their football, but it looked as though they, some of them necessarily hadn't been taught how to pack perhaps protect themselves have you done have you focused on that area yeah we, we've done a lot of work on it um, and, I, and as you point out uh, the, the the courage that um, that the playing group shows yeah. is, is incredible um, uh, and matching that you know, with with some technique um, and, and having some time to to put some work into um, coaching technique um, around that element of the game, um, as much as you would for you know kicking or marking or handballing. Um, uh, you know, we, we've done we've done plenty of work on that over the off season, and uh, um, as I'm certain other clubs would have um, mm. too. So, uh, um, and I think that you know they'll. They, they 
with the more work that they've done um, from a physical perspective, you know they're, they're stronger. They'll stay up over the over the contest a little bit um, a little bit more this time around as well. So um, I, I think we'll see some pr- progression on that front um, through uh, through the second season. Now your first game, as I said earlier, is coming up on Friday, Feb second. You open the season against Collingwood last year in the inaugural year of AFLW. You're going to do it again at uh, Icon Park. Now last year the crowd must have blown your mind and there's no reason to expect that it wouldn't be any different this year. Well, that, absolutely. It was uh, it was an amazing experience, and um, you know to see the faces of uh, of our members and supporters, and and how involved and engaged they were, um, and indeed, as you point out, the number um, of them that were that, that filled Icon Park was was incredible. You know, it was a it was a great experience. Uh, you know, on a whole host of fronts. You know, um, uh, you know, I mentioned how genuine our club has been, and the the, the effort that has gone behind AF. FLW at Carlton and um, you know the the reward that we had on that evening um, you know right throughout the club was um, it was felt and um, you know, it was a real privilege and honour to be a part of that occasion and yet we get to do it again um, you know we get to play three home games at, at, at Icon Park um, and within that period of time the men play a JLT game there so you know for our members and supporters to get back to a, a ground that holds so many great memories and I uh, certainly know that you know those experiences as the members and supporters sort of share them with our playing group you know make make it really special for our players to run out um, on that ground in navy blue and mm. um, and we get to do it three times this year and kick off on Feb 2 and um, and we'll be looking for the same sort of result. Yes, I'm sure you will be. Um, and, and what you've told us today, it's, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Now, you've got a, a practice match against the Bulldogs coming up on Saturday week. So uh, that'll be a great chance. Now, where's that game being played for Carlton fans to, to get along? That's watch? up at Ballarat, and that'll be uh, at 7 o'clock in the evening on, oh, on Saturday, oh, January good. the 20th. Yep. So, um, uh, yeah, we hope for some, some good weather on that day, and uh, if we can get some navy blue support up, uh, yeah. up in Ballarat, it'll be, uh, be a, a good opportunity for them to get up and um, and see the girls run out for the uh, for the first time this season. And would encourage everyone to go to the website carltonfc.com.au to get your Game Changers membership package. And I imagine there's membership packages which include and incorporate the women's team dovetailing into the men's team and uh, a great opportunity for all Carlton fans to, to engage the women's team and, and really become a part of it. It's been, uh, you know, I touched on it just a little bit then, the the, the way in which our members and supporters have uh, embraced the AFLW program and the connection they've made with uh, with our playing group has been, you know, something that our players have really valued. Um, and, yeah, absolutely, you know, get to the website because, you know, that the, those memberships are a way to, to you know, firm up that connection that um, uh, that our members get to have with our with our playing group and, uh, and the whole AFLW experience. Damien? It's been great catching up. Uh, great that you could spend so much time with us, and I wish you all the best for the upcoming season. You've put together an amazing list, so hopefully it all comes together. You get an injury for a year and have some great success. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris.